Yo, yo, we are back. Giving y'all another episode of Do-Rags and Stethoscopes. Talking about plenty of healthy topics. Talking about when you knew you were too close to that, shorty. Talking about the NFL's new gambling policy. And also going to touch on a couple other things as well as a medical minute where we will be talking about shock and what to do in an emergency situation. As always, it's your boys coming from Do-Rags and Stethoscopes. Let's get rocking on another episode, y'all. episode of do rags and stethoscopes we realized that we recorded a whole episode without recording an episode on today's episode of do rags and stethoscopes we have you know the wave god yeet stressed we have brick and shock there's no way that we did not just record a whole episode. and we didn't record this whole episode is this no because i started no. recording earlier when you were in the car is this for real we're recording this time, right? Welcome back in. Red dot. Red dot on your head. Red dot on your dead. Hey, do rags and stethoscopes. We fixed the fiasco. We had Shock. to come back. Okay. Oh, man. It's, nothing, it's, it's the beauty of, of podcasting and the beauty of electronics when you can notice like the simplest things with IT. So it's all good. Fuck we made it through. I know, though. I was mad because I feel like there should be like an alert set up to tell you a computer should know when you're doing something to just obviously you ain't you don't mean to do this. Man, you seen iRobots. You know, you don't want the computers knowing when to tell you stuff. You know better than that. You still believe that movie? They were literally at the Chargers game like two weeks ago. I was, OK, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I mean, the Chargers are trash, so obviously they're not the smartest of intelligence. If they go to a Chargers game. They could have went to anybody else. That's all it take. It was people. What did we say the other day? It was somebody out here telling you to inject bleach, and that was going to cure a, a virus that had just popped up out of nowhere. Yes, we vote Shock, aka Shockazulu, aka Shocktus, for president for 2024. Let me hear your campaign speech, sir. Hey, Jalen, let them know my campaign speech. Look, all questions will be answered at a later date right now we will be moving forward with our plans to run for president in 2024 uh when we are ready to engage with any debates and any other conversation at that time we will make the proper uh parties involved aware and we will move forward with that plan thank you uh god bless america (laughs) (laughs) he didn't say anything he didn't say anything. Have you seen the president debate? Have you ever? I know, right? They're hilarious. Huckabee, I ain't know that lady. Huckabee, what was her name? Her name was Huckabee, with the with the crooked eye, with the force with a guy. That was just up there just talking, not even saying nothing. She is now the governor of Arkansas. 
Arkansas. Arkansas wow. just talking out there, not saying nothing. Yeah, they don't even know what they on. Nope. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, did y'all see that um that rule on the NFL gambling policy? No, what rule? So they said they came out and they made a change where they said, so y'all remember like Calvin Ridley where basically if you're gambling, you get suspended for a season. So now players are to be suspended one year for betting on games and two if they're betting on their own team. Me personally, I think it's all messed up because the league is profiting so much off of betting. I get the the morale aspect of it, I guess, and the insider trading component of, like, yeah, you shouldn't bet on your own team. But I just feel like when you have them advertising betting at the games, advertising the lines on TV at all times, constantly telling you about these things, I want to get a part of that money, too. If you can get a same-game parlay and it's your off week, I say get it. What y'all think? Well, just to clarify, can can you bet on – you? so you can't bet on any games, even if you're not in the game? If your IP address is attached, they will know it's you, and you get caught, you get suspended for a season. So there's definitely ways around it. Nah, so you can get you can gamble. You can't gamble. You can't gamble from a team facility. Anything team related, playing facility, nothing. You can't get you. You can't gamble on yourself or your team. That's the weird bad. My whole life was me gambling on myself, gambling. nigga. I was about to say, ain't you gambling every day on yourself? Like, come on, dog. Every day I wake up in these streets. You serious? These ICUs is real. Niggas get shot every day, B. Yeah, and they come see you, though. That's true. That is true. When I was working trauma, people literally got shot and came to me. I was like, oh, wow. Well, let's do this. All right, fellas. So then, if you got suspended, would you be trying to appeal? Or would you be like, ah, they got me? Or how would you feel? I mean, honestly, how can you appeal? What are you going to do? Say somebody had my phone? I mean, if you ain't got a VPN, you can say you were hacked by AI, iRobot. They were at the Chargers game. Y'all ain't see that. I'm just saying, like, it's one of those things. That, <laughs> I don't know how much appealing is going to happen. Like, it's, it's probably going to be like, nope. I mean, you can talk all you want. They really don't care. I don't even like the deal. Most people's career would be over anyway. If you, get, if you miss a year, it's over for them. Yeah, if you're like a running back or something. But then you got players like Raheem Mostert where that dude's like 31, but because he plays special teams at the beginning of his career, the first like six seasons, he just like wasn't getting hit. He was on special teams for, teams for like four different teams. Huh? Special teams ain't nothing but a crash dummy. Right. I mean, well, <laughs> they don't even really let you do kickoffs nowadays like that anyway. 97 percent of touchback. He's still he on that nice border age of when you can still do the um. He grew up in a time where you can still do the the V, the um the wedge. The wedge. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Man, I was, and then they had the wedge buster. Oh man, buster. I thought I died a couple of times as a wedge buster. <laughs> Crash test dumb. <laughs> it's me versus three people just run straight to him coach said run as hard as you can right at him just like a bowling ball 
sacrifice yourself for the greater good. Yeah. I was going to say, when the podcast that we did not record, we talked about how many people could come back after missing a year. It's like Josh Gordon. Do we say James Winston? Jameis Winston. He ain't miss a year. Basically, these ACL injuries, they miss a whole season. So, oh, man. Eric Berry Ad- came back. Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson came back better. Yeah, well, that is and true. then beat his no, child with no, a belt. No, we do not condone the whooping of children unless yeah. they acting up. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think the NFL is, agrees with that. I don't think NFL got a policy against that, right? Whoopings? Yeah. Weapons, yeah, that's why Adrian got suspended a couple years. Well, he beat him with like a TV cord. He beat nah. us over the HDMI yeah, cord. And said log in. It's whipping your kids and then it's beating your kids. And Adrian Peterson was beating on his on his child, unfortunately. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. Oh. Well then, segueing from that. All right. Hey, y'all saw DeMar Hamlin was playing? (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up. (laughs) I mean, we have to get off that topic. That's that's a terrible, terrible thing. Do not abuse children. Hey. Y'all saw DeMar Hamlin was back? Was he inactive because of what happened last year still? Uh, I guess he was a healthy scratch. I mean, probably. He had no other reason. Would he mess up his ankle? No, I mean, I just saw that he he was playing this week. I didn't know why. Um, I didn't know why he was out. I didn't know, man. Heart condition's real. Well, he was out because his heart stopped, but he wasn't back in because, I don't know. I do know why he's out. I don't know why he wasn't back in. Hey, I know how to do chest compressions. I took BLS the other day. I'm really good at that. Hey, this nigga went from BLT to BLS. Let's get it. To BLS? Basic life support. Perfect. Don't sound right, dog. You taking BLS? <laughs> <laughs> My nigga Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer just CPR. They add the AED system into it and everything. Uh-huh. AED. There's a bunch of abbreviations. You use the AED during CPR when you're performing ACLS or BLS. Oh, an aerobratic, uh, extramatic device? <laughs> Dramatic? Matic? Hey, y'all remember them DJ drama samples? <laughs> them joints went Drum! hard. Yeah, you gotta uh, think about it. When those came Cannon out, USB trending is I've seen trend on most socials here recently. And mm-hmm. fucking mixtape days, dog. Oh yeah, when Weezy used to drop a mixtape like every month. How do you do, mother? Is this Weezy baby nigga? Then I gotta throw the cannon. Hey, that was fire. <laughs> that used to be fire. Y'all know what I'm talking about too. Tell him ketchup like mayonnaise. I'm like, oh, snap. He said ketchup like mayonnaise. Can't get either of those. Weezy just turned 41, I think. Yeah, 41. I'll tell you what, when you got that many face tats, when you got any face tats and you're in your 40s, it's like, hmm. You still think that was the best of ideas? Because now your skin's starting to sag. I mean, I don't think anybody's saying anything to Mike Tyson about his. People probably said stuff. They just woke up later and be like, well. Man, I leave my like wife. I got hit by a truck. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> mm-hmm. But hey, since um Demar Hamlin came back, I feel like it was a better time to talk about Shock, and not the one and only Shock, the producer, but Shock in terms of my medical minute, which is 
a loss of pulse for any indication or reason. So for the medical minute, what I was going to talk to y'all about is medical emergencies. Also, shout out to Brick. He got his BLS. So he got basic life support. I feel like everybody should be trained up on life support. Um, you can get it through the American College of Cardiology, ACC. They offer it. The AHA, American Heart Association, offers it. And the class is worth it. I mean, especially like things like PALS as well, all y'all that have children. So knowing how to do pediatric advanced life support, just taking care of people when they're in need, you know. And that can be, those few minutes can be the difference between them being able to make it to a medical facility to get treatment and not making it and losing their life. So I think it's something that's necessary to talk about. Now, medical emergencies, most of the time, like no matter the situation, everybody's like, oh gosh, what's going on? What's going on? And somebody will call for a medical professional or say, is there a doctor in the house? Yada, yada, yada. Is there a nurse around? Does anyone know CPR or something? So Brick knows this now, but there's something called the ABCs. Um, when I'm training uh, as an intensivist, so in like certain settings, we actually go CAB, but what it is is airway, breathing, and circulation. So airway is the mouth and the airway patent, like the Heimlich maneuver, meaning there's they can't breathe. Is there something obstructing the airway? Because what a lot of people don't know is that when you swallow something, there's two parts. You ever heard of things going down the wrong pipe? Pause. Going down the wrong way. Those type of things. Okay. So it's a breathing discrepancy. And basically what it is is that it when you're trying your swallow reflex, something called the glottis is supposed to go forward and it covers up the airway, the trachea. If it doesn't, and say you don't have like a strong gag reflex, then it makes its way into the airway, which can cause pneumonia because those, those portions of the deeper airway are supposed to be sterile. So checking the airway is important because it can be obstructing the ability to breathe. It happens in kids a lot, like kids that aspirate peanuts, race cars, coins, things they shouldn't really have in their mouth or not be chewing. So knowing that is a part of it. Knowing the Heimlich maneuver, it's a simple finger, a blind finger sweep to the back of the mouth can actually be the difference between life and death. You can pick up something that's blocking the airway. And then, so the B, breathing, that would be symmetrical rise and fall of the chest, making sure that they're actually ventilating and moving oxygen into their body. The physiology and the biomechanics of it aren't as important as just looking at someone's chest and seeing is it going up and down. Because if it's not going up and down, that's a pretty strong sign that they're not doing well. They might have stopped breathing. And what you can do is you provide rescue breaths. Brick, what are the rescue breaths? With the uh, machine where you like put it on your face and you squeeze the pump? I mean, if you got that, that'd be an Andrew bag. I'm talking about you in the streets, right? Because I know you always on the block. You had to save Leno from the block out in Vegas. So you're just walking around Fremont Street and somebody's chest isn't rising or falling. What are you supposed to do? Check for responsiveness first. Check for mm-hmm. pulse after that. And mm-hmm. then um, you tell somebody, hey, go get the AD and come back. You let them know if there is one mm-hmm. around. I mean, you should call 911 yeah, earlier than later. Out. And then I'm going to start my chest compressions, try to get 30 within 15 to 18 seconds, and then two rescue breaths, and then go back. And Who's if it's giving child, the rescue breaths? If there's a bag, but if it's an adult, the compressions are more important. I ain't just going to do mouth to mouth to the crack. <laughs> I knew you were, you were not about I to would, put your mouth on I that promise, mouth. I promise you, I was sitting over here dying to just ask you that straight up. Yeah. Like, no, since you brought it up. Yeah, if you come down to it and you outside the strap, he's supposed to be asking for the defibrillator to restart the heart. He's supposed to be restarting the heart, but he's like, no, 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 give me that bag because I ain't about to. Yeah, look at his teeth. 
Impressions are more important for dubs anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> it's just funny because if they got yuck mouth, he got gold too. You gonna give him mouth to mouth? Zero percent chance. <laughs> I'm gonna do like four hundred compressions. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. But yeah, so there's rescue breaths, and then if you have assisted breathing, where you have an additional um, performer there that knows CPR, you can work together, um, and you focus on compressions. Though Brick is right, depth of the compressions are important. You want to press on the center of the chest, which is the sternum. Uh, you can feel it's like a hard plate. You press two and a half inches in adults is what they say, right around that depth, and then you have to allow for recoil, meaning you let the heart fill back up with blood. A lot of times when I have like younger uh, nursing students or medical students that are involved when I'm like trying to do full resuscitation to res- restart someone's heart, they will do the compressions very well with depth, but they don't allow the heart to fill, which does not help anything because you're squeezing an empty tank. So that's another part of it. And then checking your circulation, always check a pulse. Checking a pulse should be something simple. You can check it at the radial, right? You got the radial arteries, which sits right below the thumb, the base of the thumb. I'm showing it on the screen. You can check the carotids on either side of the anterior portion of the neck. You can check in the groin, the femoral area. Like, so you don't have to go like right in the middle below the belly button. But if you go, hey, you shaking your head? No, it's a huge vessel. So if yeah. you feel that pulse there, that's, that's central circulation. That's life or death. Yeah, right. It's a huge vessel, guys. <laughs> I mean, real talk. If I can't feel it on their neck, I can't, then okay. I, I can't stand y'all. Like, See, this is why somebody would die if it was left to the three of you. <laughs> y'all just like, look at that vessel. <laughs> My vessel bigger than his. <laughs> Got a little vessel. Goddamn. Also, if it's the but, entrance, hey, you check the brachial pulse. You check the what? In their arm. Check the brachial. It's the anterior cubital fossa. So it's like the the part of the front of the arm that bends. Yeah. You do that for infants. Yeah. You can check axillary. What's the infant? There's a lot. Of, you said what's an infant? Yeah. What's the age? I know what an infant is, but what what would you classify? I'm pretty as sure zero to six months, but any of my pediatric friends out there that are listening. I thought it was one year, because then they turn a toddler. I mean, that could be it. Like I said, I don't know. I know when they little, because I just call it, I don't see people till they're 18 and up. So all of mine are adults. Like, they can consent for themselves unless they're unconscious. I mean, I got a one-year-old, and my man looks like he's about four. So I don't know. <laughs> he was past that infant size. Six months. Yeah, it was not on the side. Fuck that age, yeah. But so basically, that's the different types of shock. So like, one of the things that I think is also missed is like people think of like a heart attack or something. Like someone just passes out and loses consciousness. So there's different types of shock. There's some. There's um. There's cardiogenic where your heart stops. So if your heart stops, obviously you lose your pulse. There's hypovolemic, right? That's from like major trauma, so like gunshot wounds and things. If you bleed out enough, your heart will stop. Then there's distributive shock. And there's several different types of distributive shock, one of them being anaphylaxis or a severe allergic reaction. So someone having an allergic reaction to like shellfish or something, it can get bad enough where it can stop their heart. Keep that in mind. Then there's like neurogenic, which comes from severe brain injuries. You can see that after car accidents, high falls, head trauma, things like that. Septic shock. But if you're just out in the street with sepsis, something is going on. So there's a lot of different types of these things that can occur. But just knowing how to simply start compressions will fix it won't fix all of them but it'll buy you enough time to get additional help and also call a 911 so that's my shock talk 
shout out to Demar Hamlin, who's been pushing real hard to make sure that people are trained in life support. And Shock, what is your question, sir? What can I do for you? All right. So in, in the movie The Heat, they had to perform an emergency <laughs> tracheotomy type shit. I don't know what the fuck it's called. So how mm-hmm. would I properly open a fucking trachea? <laughs> Hey, believe it or not, yeah, I've done, let's say a fucking tennis ball in his fucking throat. Let's go. I've done six of those in the last three weeks. Okay. What, 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 God damn. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you, well, you really. So there's emergent, there's emergent cricothyroidotomies where you're just doing like a, a simple puncture, uh, right in through the cricothyroid membrane, and it's like pretty hard. But that's going to give you an airway that's like the size of like a pen. So that's like they can't breathe; they're dying right there in the street. And then there's some called percutaneous tracheostomies where like I have patients that have been on the ventilator for like uh, several weeks and we need to change their airway because going more than two weeks with a endotracheal tube or like a breathing tube is known and proven to be very detrimental. Damages the airway, causes swelling, higher risk of infections and pneumonia. So I actually have to cut. So you find like, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but you find the sternal notch, which sits right here above the sternum. And then you're going to find that like cricothyroid membrane. You go two finger breath above it. You make a simple midline incision, spread it open. Make sure you control. You're looking for any arterial bleeding, which is always pulsating. Arteries will beat at you. Vessels, venous areas will just ooze. Find the membrane. Then you need a bronchoscopist, somebody at the top with an actual camera that's going it through the endotracheal tube, looking at the airway so you can, they can see your puncture site. Comes out, run a guide wire, sutured in. But that's under little bit more controlled settings like that means at the beginning of the day i planned to do it i had a respiratory therapist what you're describing it's safer that you just don't do it (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be honest i just i wouldn't recommend it because there's a lot of important things nearby you got so you have your nominate artery which is subclavian is huge comes right off the heart you hit that they'll die right there in the street um you get injured the recurrent laryngeal nerve they'll lose their ability to speak uh, you got the thyroid. You could go right through that, and that thing has arteries, so that could also bleed. You could rupture the posterior tracheal wall. They could bleed in their posterior mediastinum and ooze. So if you don't do it right, it could be bad. But if I don't do nothing, I mean, compressions isn't nothing. That's better than trying to do what you were describing. Okay, touche. Yeah, compressions is <laughs> something. You're right. You're right. That's a yeah. good point. And one day, make sure I remember to tell you about when I saw uh, ex- the placement of an extraventricular drain. They, we at the bedside, we drilled a hole into this patient's skull. Yeah. What y'all, was, y'all use a D-Walt, Milwaukee? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure y'all use. No, it was like this sterile drill, but you have to like hand crank it to actually enter through the area. And it was just a huge pop when you break through the dura after the skull base so like and blow the shooting. Some, some, some let's play a game type shit. <laughs> yeah, but they had a they had a crazy brain bleed on the inside, so there was a lot of pressure around the brain that had to be alleviated. And I was like, oh, wow, we're really doing this. I feel like a DeWalt would have probably been better. Actually, Milwaukee, I think, are more durable. Yeah. Not DeWalt all day. There's a know, sweet spot think, you have to hit. You miss that know, sweet spot and they're paralyzed. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you had to drill into somebody's head, I'm pretty sure, you know, like, at that point, they're not worried about being paralyzed. They're worried about being alive. Well, you'd hope that, but that doesn't mean that's what the attorney thinks. Nigga, what? Yeah, and then you, what you mean? I'm gonna be paralyzed. I ain't. I know Leno would be like, "Oh yeah, you just had because you fixed me." 
Nah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm a vegetable, but God, yeah, I'm alive. Vegetable, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Are you talking paraplegic or quadriplegic? If you if you hit the motor strip, you you'll be a quad. Yeah. Well, but it'd be like hemiplegia, so it might even be worse. It'll just be on one side of the body, like right arm, right leg. So you just spin in circles. Hawkins looking terrible. Well, he had ALS. He had something that was like much worse because it was lower motor. But I get what you're saying. Hey, you know what's crazy? People like that, super smart and everything, and they're in a wheelchair. It's like, imagine if he was able to like stand and walk and everything. Do you think he had the same determination to be like an astrophysicist? Do that time on his hands, he would have been out here doing <laughs> God knows what. Man, nah, uh uh-uh. uh. I always wonder that. Like, if people didn't have certain things, you think they would probably, like, be doing something totally different? I mean, because he got to depend on other people at the end of the day, right? Yeah. I mean,. <laughs> That's probably what he would do. Yeah, well, he was a brilliant mind. Oh gosh. You know you guys are hilarious. Alright. So something that Leno had brought up to me, and I was trying to figure out really what he meant by this, but he was talking about something else that he wanted us to Switch the tone up and talk about. And he was saying, when did you know that you were too comfortable with a female? So I had put abortable. some... Abortable. some abortable. I put some thought into this. So you want to get... <laughs> What's wrong? Nah, go ahead. I'm, go ahead. We're going to have to cut this portion because he's probably at that person's house. I plead the fifth. <laughs> oh, Lord. Man, if we only would have had that. Okay. No worries. I understand <laughs> where you come from. Dog, they made chicken and fish and some type of pasta with spinach in it. That was good, too. Is that when you knew you were too comfortable? Well, when I started coming over for dinner, I mean, it is what it is. Using the bathroom, <laughs> eating <their> dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably got a shower. Over there. He got a toothbrush over there. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he got it all. I think I got it all now. Wait till let's hear. Let's wrap this up. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just trying to think to myself. (laughs) Hey, no, you know what it is? You want to know what it is that I love about Leno is that over and over again, I've seen him get himself into situations with no thoughts of exit plans, but I, he's so genuine that he's like, it doesn't matter because I know I'm going to enjoy what comes with the situation. I will deal with the consequences later. 
man. Life's short. Here for the good vibes. He literally walked from circus circus at the top of the strip down to like, where'd you go? To the Aria? bottom of the strip. Uh, the My man did like eight miles. Ten miles. <laughs> He's doing a half marathon out here. I would have went to Mandalay Bay, but it was Mandalay Bay looked like it was just by itself. So I said, I mean, it ain't nothing going on over there to walk Mandalay Oh, was that Bay. on the like, side like, towards like Luxor and all that? Yeah. It's on yeah, the Mandalay Bay is the yeah. first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brick, did you tell the story? I don't remember. Did you ever tell the story about how you were supposed to go to that concert at Mandalay Bay? Oh. Yeah, actually, today is October 1st. Yeah, um, the Golden Knights had a hockey game. Yeah, well, uh, set the scene. What 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 event are we referencing? Uh, the mass shooting in Las Vegas, the largest American mass shooting, apparently. So, um, the Golden Knights had a hockey game, and they have, like, the whole projector so everybody can see it outside because I won't pay for tickets to go in there. And then there's a thing called house seats or fill a seat. They have multiple things where they just try to fill up places and people pay like a hundred dollars and you can go to like get like two or three, four tickets and you can go to certain things. That was on there. Me and a couple friends talked about it. And I just remember we were like, oh, we should go over here. No, no, no. The Colts were playing the Seahawks and the score was 12-12 at halftime. I was like, hey, we got to hurry up and make it back home. By the time I got home, my phone blew up from everybody hey hey you all right you all right yeah the Colts are tied what are you talking about granted if you look at that score now the Colts got thrashed like 42 to 12 but it was tied at halftime (laughs) and literally it was absolutely crazy the whole city shut down you could hear the sirens going on it was wild like 58 people passed dang it's crazy Mm, it's nuts yeah. That was actually one of the reasons I went back to the military. I was like, I'm going to go save the world. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you tried. Yeah. You gave it your best shot. I mean, and, and it's gone. It's all gone. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, our last two presidential presidents, they have really changed our... <laughs> Wait, not the presidential president. <laughs> our last two presidents have really changed <laughs> so much in our world. Because we yeah. got to start paying student loans again. Gas prices is ridiculous. I mean, weed prices are cheaper than gas right now. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> not a drug guy. But, um... He said gas costs the same price as gas. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, think about it. when we had Obama, people really weren't tripping. But eggs are expensive now. I mean, Not for shock. How much <laughs> eggs costing you, shock? Hey, three ninety nine, nigga. <laughs> hey, how many chickens you got, dog? I'm up to damn twenty. Are you serious? Yeah. Hey, make sure you're using some type of a respirator or like a ventilator when you're going. Near them because they cause a lot of pneumonias. Oh yeah, yeah I know. I, you ain't use sanitizer. No got masks. I ain't wear masks, but it's in I the figured. barn, so we good. 
I'm telling you, man, you're going to get like coccidiomycosis and you're like, oh, I don't know what's happening. I'm just losing weight. what that means, so it's okay. Let me cough him. What that mean? Mycosis, fibrosis, whatever you talk about, gonna be scared of you. You don't got to be scared of it. You don't know who you like, like that. You try to hype him up, not worry about the medical. I appreciate it. Let on my nigga, man. <laughs> nah, <laughs> it causes it's called psittacosis. Coccidiomycosis is actually a fungal infection that is in like the southwest. They have it in Vegas actually as well, but no, I was wrong. It's called psittacosis, but it's a it's a pneumonia that comes from the birds because a lot of the stuff that they like their their uh, stool like when they poop or whatever it's all aerosolized because they're constantly flapping, so a lot of that stuff is easy to breathe in and it makes its way into the lungs. And remember what I told y'all in the shock talk was that the that part of the airway is supposed to be sterile. That's why aspirating is bad as well. The good thing is I know how to open a trachea, so we good. <laughs> He's like, back up. I heard this on the podcast. <laughs> Give me a fork. <laughs> oh, Lord. Pen. I got a pen. Mm-hmm. He's like, stay still. Right. <laughs> you guys start working chicken mice? Did you know that? That's, well, them, them GMO chickens. Also... What's y'all take on things that are GMO? Would you rather have the GMO chicken or the non-GMO chicken fried in front of you? Does it taste the same? One's way bigger. Yeah, one's going to be thick. That wasn't my question. Does it taste the same? To me, it does. Then I don't care. As long as it's not like some tofu or some vegans like, oh, this tastes just like chicken. No, it doesn't. Stop lying to me. Yeah, it tastes like spicy yogurt. Yeah, this is cauliflower. This get this out of my face. Mm-hmm. Shock, what's your take on GMO ribs? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I'm I'm with it, man. Whatever. Fuck. You like GMO ribs, Leno? What about you? I want to wait, wait, wait! This isn't this isn't a toss up. We about to say, well, you should not eat GMO. This is a trick. It's a trick. How's this is a trick? I don't have any. I'm just asking. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Remember, I told you I don't eat ribs like that. And y'all got mad at me last time. We still mad about it. Yeah, facts. Yeah, the black delegation still up in arms. <laughs> <laughs> not up in arms. Oh Lord. All right, fellas. Well, I think that's pretty good. We could wrap it up. We salvaged ourselves. Appreciate whoa, y'all. For... Leonard didn't answer. My bad. I cut off Leonard. <laughs> okay, nah, we good. Because you know, y'all know I got shit to do. So, you know what I'm saying? Love y'all. I got to love y'all and leave y'all. <laughs> wrap this shit up. We can... Hey, make sure you take care of yourself. I believe in you. Eat those GMO ribs. Yeah. Get you some GMO ribs when it's all said and done. Something about the GMO right now. I'll holler at y'all, niggas. Much love. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. For another episode of Do Rags and Stethoscopes, I am the Lit MD. Here, as always, with Shock, Leno, and Brick. We signing off. Peace. Peace.